When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. In the decade of the 2020s, even the great cities of Minneapolis and St. Paul were not spared the woes of contemporary life. And at times of fear and confusion, the job of entertaining the public was the responsibility of My Talk 1071, a great metropolitan radio station whose reputation for laughter and giving back to the community had become a symbol of hope for the Twin Cities. My Talk 1071 presents Jason Matheson, Alexis Thompson, Holly Roberts. Jason and Alexis in the morning with Holly Roberts. Good morning to you and welcome to the third hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning. Live on My Talk 1071 and live streaming where available. I'm Jason with Lex and Holly. It is Wednesday, April 19th, 2023. Do not let the clouds fool you. Nothing but sunshine in here. Yeah. Coming up in just a little bit, Alexis Kabubowicz Thompson will begin our Am I the Ass Hat Wednesday edition. Then Holly Roberts will get us through the dirt alert. And then can't wait to have this conversation with y'all. Really. How do you feel about that Blue Jays pitcher's wife who allegedly was told, forced, whatever word you want to say, to pick up the popcorn that her daughter threw on the ground on an airplane. Uh, We'll talk about that. Because, Lord, there are opinions. This is really, this ain't dying anytime soon. It's pretty polarizing. It's very. I thought it was very clear one way, but wow. We'll see. That's coming up uh, at 8.30. But right now... We'll see if this is clear one way or the other. Mm-hmm. You know what? You love it. It is time for the Wednesday edition of Am I the Asshat? Am, am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Am I wrong? You're not wrong, Walter. You're just an ass. Am I wrong? Am I the Asshat? We have quite a, a, a pet edition here. Oh! This morning. Okay. Uh, so the first one, and if we don't get to the second one, who cares, right? But here's the first one. Right, <laughs> Am I the asshat for lying to my roommate about being allergic to dogs? <laughs> it's a short and sweet one. My roommate has been bugging me about getting a dog. They've brought it up several times, and each time I say no. I was tested for allergies recently, and the results said that I'm not allergic to pets. But I told my roommate that I was, so they'd stop bugging me about it. Uh, they found out. I lied, and now very upset. Am I the asshat? <sighs> Short and sweet on that one, Lex. Um, mm-hmm. 
Uh, what say you? 651-641-1071. Yeah, I'm sorry. I should have Or email it. the show uh, if you'd like. I'll go first. You go first, Holly. Not the asshat. Okay. You clearly set your boundaries. You said no multiple times. The roommate wasn't listening to you. You said you didn't want a dog. Yep. And then you just were like, look, okay, yeah, I'm going to say I'm allergic to it just so you get off my back. Yeah, I did lie about it, but you didn't listen to me when I told you the 500th time that I wasn't okay with you getting a dog. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, it is the multiple. Bringing it up several times. Yeah, you know, that's where... where, um, that's where the rubber hits the road for me on that one. If yeah. it was like in the initial conversation, then it's like, okay, then maybe you just don't roommate together, you know, don't, don't live yeah. together. But, but yeah, I, I not, not the ass hat. It's a sad state. Set boundaries. You, absolutely. It's a sad state when you actually have to lie about it, when you've been honest from the get, and then yes. that's the only way to get them off your back. It's really the, the roommates, the ass hat. Yes. Uh, for for just sometimes the answer is I don't want a pet. Yeah. And that should be good enough. No, that it's a complete sentence. Oh, ding ding. Ding goes the bell. Let's get that on a show shirt. Mm-hmm. No is a complete sentence. You don't have to put a semicolon and continue. No. I don't always have to give you a reason. Oh god, I love that. And the older I get, the more I feel that way. Yep. Um Oh, oh, they hung up. Al hung up. Al, Al flew away. <laughs> Al flew away. Well, let's we go used to have a parakeet in oh. Japan. And yeah. uh, one day my brother came, comes in and announces to everyone that Al flew away. And really it's because he opened the cage while they were outside. <laughs> and Al just happened to fly away. Oh, oh that blue cockatiel. I wonder if you're okay. Oh. No, Al's probably dead. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't mean to. Al Within minutes. Al immediately yeah. got picked up by a raptor. Yeah. Just like, yeah. Bye, Al. Like, Lex, what day was it? Was it a Tuesday? Uh, I, yeah, probably. He I was mean, dead by sure. Tuesday night. Just yeah. FYI. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> don't mean to crush uh, your childhood, but yeah. Hey, uh, Al, Al died quickly. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh. Should we do another one? I've got another one here. Okay. I do. It's another pet edition. Am I the asshat for giving away my girlfriend's rabbit without telling her? <laughs> All right. I'm a 25-year-old male, and I gave away my girlfriend's rabbit. She's 23 to a family member without telling her. Here's the deal. A while back, my girlfriend begged me to get this cute white rabbit. Although I love pets, I don't personally personally have the time to take care of another living thing. She pleaded, saying it would be her rabbit and that she'd take care of the little guy. I caved and said, sure. Well, she hasn't been doing a good job. <laughs> Normally, I don't even think about the rabbit. It's got its own cage and its own space. Well, a month ago, when I was home alone, I checked on him, and his cage was a mess, and the rabbit was filthy. Remember, he has white fur, but he looked brown. Ooh. I cleaned out his cage and... Kind of chewed out my girlfriend, telling her that she should be more on top of this. She was embarrassed and said that she would do better. Well, again, four days ago, I checked and he had no water or food. I filled up his water bottle thing and he was chugging water as fast as he could. Like he was jamming the straw down his throat. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Wow. Very thirsty rabbit. Not sure what the not not even sure when the last time he had water. It made me very angry and sad. And I pretty much... uh, hit up this guy I work with whose kids have pet rabbits and asked if he wanted him. 
The next day I gave him the rabbit while my girlfriend was working. That was three days ago. Today, she finally noticed that the rabbit is gone and she's mad at me. Maybe not telling her was not the right thing to do, but I wanted to see how quickly she would notice. It took three days. That rabbit had no water for four days. And she has pretty much been abusing him in a book. In my book. I was going to say in a book. Okay, in my book. I think I did the right thing. Um, but am I the asshat? I just want to sleep on the couch. Uh, oh, no, he is sleeping on the couch right now. That's what's going uh, on. Yeah. Uh, He's in the doghouse. Uh, here's my feeling. He shouldn't have said yes to begin with. Mm. You know what I mean? He shouldn't have. <clears throat> he had a very, it sounds like he had a very strong opinion about this from the start. And I get that there's compromise, but th- th- you shouldn't really compromise when it comes to a, taking care of a living thing. Yeah. And if you don't want to do it, it's not only unfair to you. It is unfair to the living thing that you're bringing into your house. So you're kind of a weenie, too. <laughs> you, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you should have just held, held firm in your feeling of not bringing that not creature into it. your house. Yes. Well, maybe this was also the first time, you know, like lesson learned kind of, you know, that he didn't quite know of her patterns that she yeah. might not be as responsible as she says i i just feel bad for the for the rabbit oh absolutely that poor thing that rabbit didn't ask to be uh put in this situation let's go to the phone lines who do we have holly let's go to alan hi alan welcome to the show how do you feel about this i'm alive i didn't fly away (laughs) oh al's back hey I don't know what happened. I must have hung up by accident or something. That's all right. Um, How do you feel about this, Alan? I actually have uh, experience with this. Uh, I had a roommate. uh, He owned a dog. Uh, He was always at work, and any time he came back from work, he'd just go on his games. And the poor thing would just be in her cage because she was a puppy. And, you know, as a puppy, they don't learn how to go to the bathroom the right way. So it kind of made a mess in the house. So I pretty much was the only one taking care of it. And I, I don't think he is the asset at all. I think I think she is. She needs to learn how to you know take care of a living creature. And if she can't do that, then she shouldn't have it. Absolutely. Right. Mic drop on that one, Alan. Yeah, and not Thank noticing you, for three days that your rabbit's gone. Oof. Okay. That three days. Three days. That's another thing. Yeah. Three days, girl. Three days. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. Come on. I would even notice if Colin was gone for three days. <laughs> you say that like you're surprised that you would notice that. Where's my husband been? What? It's been at Colin's, least three days. It's been three days. Has it been a fortnight? <laughs> what? <laughs> no, that's a long time. Come on now. Um, Come on now. Yeah, you have know thyself. Whenever taking on the responsibility of any kind of pet, know thyself. It's work. It's work, and you have to keep doing the work, and that creature is depending on you to do that work. So Yes, that's neglect. Yeah, he's not the asshat, but I would be like, "Mm, you got to check your communication in your relationship, because I don't know if this is one that is going to last the test of time. You know what? Yeah. Such a great point. They should just break up now. Yeah. 
They should fly away like Alexis's dead bird. <laughs> yeah. what, what was the name of your bird? <laughs> Al. Al. That's it's right. Al. That's why it was so funny. Right. Al's gone. Al's gone. <laughs> Al flew away. Oh. <laughs> to quote Hannibal Lecter, fly, fly, fly. Fly, fly, fly. <laughs> fly, fly, fly. <laughs> Oh, it was so innocent. Oh, Lex, look, oh, it's Al. Yeah, Al, you okay? Al, wow. Maybe Al, Al reunited with Twinkle Toes, the, ha- uh, the hamster we had for one day that yeah. went oh. missing. That's right. Yeah. How did that happen again, Holly? I have no idea. It just what? Yeah. Just one day got out of the cage and gone mm-hmm. and gone. We have a feeling he got stuck in, in the drywall somewhere. Oh, Lord oh. have mercy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, look at Al. Could you smell him later? (laughs) (laughs) Al was just killed by Hunter. I'm sorry, Lex. (laughs) Oh, no. I'm sorry, Lex. Poor Al. Poor Al. He was just flying away looking for a little freedom. That's right. He was like, get me away from these children. Yeah. Did oh. Al get dressed up in outfits? I have a feeling. That <laughs> if I had my way, it would have happened. But no, oh. unfortunately. Oh, Al needed his dignity. That's right. I'll just never forget my little brother. He's like four. Walks into the house. Guess what, everybody? Al flew away. <laughs> we were like, wait, What? Then my sister ratted him out. She's two years oh. older. Yeah, Jake opened the cage, and Al just flew out. Of course it was <laughs> Jake. There's, there's Al of flying course. away, but what's that? <laughs> <laughs> A bird of prey. There's an eagle. Oh, my gosh, look at that. Appetizer time. The eagle just ate Al. (laughs) No, Al is still alive. No, living in Okinawa, Japan, eating guava somewhere. Uh, Okay, in my mind, that's where he is. Al was that eagle's southwestern egg roll. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Al. Oh. (laughs) Oh God. Hey everybody, it's Chase for Red Cow Red Rabbit. Are you heading down for a T-Wolves game? I know there's a home game coming up. A Twins game or Hamilton? Uh, Run to Red first. Get to downtown early. Red Cow and Red Rabbit are both in the North Loop. If you want a burger, head to Red Cow. Um, You know my favorites. I love their turkey burger. I love their 60-40. And I love the double barrel. Write those down. Those are the three burgers. Um, And start with some Appies. I love their home. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Homemade chips and dip. I talk, I've been talking about them for years. Warm homemade potato chips and, and homemade award-winning dip. I'm thinking about it now. I don't know. I think I might want that for dinner tonight, Colin, if you're listening. Anyway, uh, so get to downtown early before Hamilton and run to Red Cow. And hey, Red Cow now has canned beverages available in liquor stores all over the metro. Canned ginger beer and canned mule. So good. Two reasons to run to Red this week. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Welcome back, Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on my talk 107.1. Oh, poor Al. Oh, oh no. Oh, Al was just eaten again oh. by, that, by that hawk. Again. Oh. The other oh. one regurgitated. Yeah. <laughs> you share with friends. <laughs> That's like a gobble. <laughs> it's time for the dirt alert with Holly oh, Roberts. Hello, Holly. Hello, Jason and Alexis. We're gonna talk. We're gonna move Al- Holly, you know what Al's gonna become? Like Mr. Bill. We're gonna find eight hundred ways to kill Al the bear. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Ali. I can't wait. Oh my Poor goodness. Al. Poor Al. Poor Al. The, what was it? A cockatoo? Cockatiel, Lex? beautiful blue cockatiel. one. Oh, oh man. Al the cockatiel. Fresh air outside and then. Well, take well. a <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let's oh. talk about uh, Bridget Fonda now. Oh. Last week, the Daily Mail took pictures of Bridget Fonda and published them on their website. Now, you might think to yourself, well, that's not a big darn deal. So what? Well, Bridget Fonda has basically retired from Hollywood. She hasn't been in any movies for a couple of decades. And she's just hanging out. And this is the trash thing that the Daily Mail does. Uh They put pictures of folks on their right column and they don't say what they want to say. But they want you to click on it because they want to be like, look at how this person has changed. Oh, my God. Can you believe it? Now, they want that emotional Mm. reaction from you for the clicks. And Bridget Fonda, guess what? She hasn't been in Hollywood for two decades. And she looks a little different than she did in the 90s. As we we all do. Yes. As we all do. But uh, people being really mean. Well, people were being very mean. And a paparazzo asked Bridget Fonda. They caught up with her at LAX uh, earlier this week. And they asked whether she had plans to return to Hollywood. She said, no. She said, I don't think there's any chance. It's too nice being a civilian. Yes. Basically telling this paparazzo, bugger off. Leave me alone. I'm living my best life. She's married to composer Danny Elfman. I think they live in a big estate in Santa Barbara. Like. She's just oh, doing she a is, thing. She is married to Danny Elfman? Yes. Oh. Yeah. They've been married yeah. for quite some time. Oh, 2003, nice. they got married. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah, she's yeah. living her best life. Amazing. 
Yeah, again, I don't know how many different languages. We have to have Zen come in here and say it in the seven languages he knows. Oh my gosh, can we record him? Let's, can we have Grogu say it too? Uh, bad baby. Um, don't don't comment on people's body. It's just never okay. Just stop. Yeah. He Thank looks really ha- happy. I, yes. You know, that's the other thing. You're living your best she, life. And she straight up says it. Like, I'm happy being a civilian. This is great. I, it's nice. I, I Something we'd wear to the airport. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, comfy I'm pants. Now. Are you kidding me? Well, wearing, right? I'm wearing that outfit right now. I am wearing exactly. pants with buttons today. I don't know what got into me. <laughs> yeah, nice. why are you wearing buttons, Holly? Seriously, know. it's weird. I was like, yeah. maybe I'll put on pants today. They're clean. That's true. Pass the sniff test. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody else who kind of walked away from Hollywood, but has since returned. They've got a new movie out. Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. Yes. Rachel McAdams. And uh, she's doing a new interview with Bustle, and she said in the mid-2000s, you know, she was one of Hollywood's hottest actresses. She basically walked away from the business, and she turned down quite a roster of major motion pictures, such as The Devil Wears Prada, Casino Royale, Mission Impossible 3, Iron Man, and Get Smart, because she went back to Canada for two years and wasn't working. Any regrets there from her? Uh, she has some regrets, a little bit, but ultimately she said, there are certainly things I'd wish I'd done, but uh, I step back and I go, that was the right person for that. And she said stepping away from Hollywood was really good for her personally. Oh, I bet. She was so hot and just, yeah, the, the scrutiny, <clears throat> I'm sure, all, was enough. All, all of those roles, the only one I can kind of see her in is Devil Wears Prada. I could see her doing a good job with Prada. I watched that movie so much, so yeah, it's yeah. hard to not imagine Anne Hathaway, but yeah. I could imagine Rachel McAdams in that. Was there an Oceans movie in there, too? Uh, no, there was a Mission Impossible movie. Mission Impossible, I can see yes. that. That's the like, one that... Yeah. And I think that Carrie Russell eventually got that role. But, you know, hey, Anne Hathaway's probably happy because she's like, look... Rachel McAdams didn't get these roles, but I got The Devil's Wears Prada. And I also got Get Smart. So, yep. Go fly away. Yeah. yeah. Uh, are you there, God? It's me. Margaret is out next Friday oh, on the 28th. Can't wait to see that. One of my favorite books. Yeah. Give me a good one. Uh, when we come back, the conversation that a lot of you are having about that uh, Blue Jays pitcher wife told to clean up popcorn from her daughter on a plane. And just like that, we're back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk with 71 Everything Entertainment. Everything. Al the Cockatiel. I'm Jace with Lex and Holly. Oh, no, Al. Yeah, he sure did, Lex. And moments later, eaten by a falcon. Um, <laughs> oh, he's living on the beach. No, he's not. He's in the digestive tract of a beautiful <laughs> hawk. <laughs> <laughs> what, Holly, what did you call Al? The Southwest Egg Roll? Yeah, Southwest Egg Roll for that, uh, for that falcon. Um, I... Oh. I couldn't wait. We didn't get to this yesterday. It was really popping yesterday. It's still around now because the Today Show has jumped on it, too. Well, every every site has. You guys heard about this brew-ha-ha um, about this woman 
who was on a United flight. And the reason, well, it's getting traction for a couple of reasons. But the main reason is is because she has some notoriety. She's a, a celebrity of sorts. Toronto Blue Jays pitcher Anthony Bass, his wife, uh, and it's now viral. It was a tweet. Uh, his wife allegedly, and you'll see why I'm stressing the allegedly, allegedly was told on a, by United flight attendant to clean up the popcorn mess that her her child left under the seat. And this woman is pregnant and allegedly was told to get on the floor and clean up the popcorn mess left by her kid. Now, just to clarify, was she flying by herself with two kids and yes. pregnant? Okay, so yes. he was not there. He just tweeted, he was not there. This happened to my wife. How gross. Got it. How okay. gross that she was forced to do this. Yeah, are you kidding me, basically? Yeah. Yeah. And then her sister, who is uh, married to Eric Decker. What's her name? Um, Brooklyn. Brooklyn Decker. She's a, a she's trying to be a country star or something. I don't know. She jumped in on it and was like, "United, you you know, I'm paraphrasing, but this is gross. You should be ashamed of yourself." Now, just to set the table with one more plate before we discuss this. Here's what I'm. This is where I'm like, hmm. I have a very hard time believing. That a, that a flight attendant would yell at this woman to get on her hands and knees and clean up the popcorn. Yes. Every time I read a version of the story, not that it couldn't happen, but this is the thing that just makes me go, really? Talk to me, Lex. How do you feel about yeah, this? Yeah, I 100% agree with you. It, it does seem like that would be very out of character. Or maybe they, she, this person, uh, the flight attendant, was just at its at their wits end and maybe said something. So yeah, you're absolutely right. That, that is questionable, but the actual overall sentiment of cleaning up popcorn after your child has made the mess, I had was pretty strong on that. Yeah, you should clean it up at least the big chunks of it. But then I was reading some of the other comments Um and someone mentioned at a movie theater, if you spill popcorn, you don't necessarily pick it up. And I don't know why that kind of changed my mind a little bit. <laughs> and we don't know how much popcorn we're talking about here either. You know, the bigger chunks, I think that I would I would naturally pick that up. But we also have to remember she's flying by herself with two kids and she's pregnant. So, wow, I would hope that that would be... Wait, oh, man. I don't know. What do you guys think? Did you, Would that change your mind at all, too? Or were you guys on the same lines as me thinking, well, what's the big deal? Just pick it up. And then Mid- that other scenario. Holly, before you answer, I should say, just to correct myself, it's Jesse James Decker. Um, I said Brooklyn Decker. That's the actress. But Jesse James Decker is married to former gopher Eric Decker. Um, oh. Holly, what do you think? I'm with you guys in as much as, okay, my eyebrow is raised about exactly what happened in this scenario what, what with the flight attendant how they asked her to pick up things because it is not unreasonable that is part of the duty is that these days when you're on an airline flight 
you have to tidy up after yourself. You know, they're going through the galleys. They're asking for trash. The turnaround for the folks who clean the plane is extremely tight. And they're trying to do the best job that they can so they can get your flight in and out of the gate. So there's a whole mechanism in how it's cleaned. Right. And it's one thing to, you know, just like little bits of like crunched up popcorn, they can easily vacuum. But if they're big pieces of it. Yeah, if they're big pieces of it, it's just because an airplane is different than a movie theater. And so it's just like, hey, you know what? Pick up the big chunks. It's okay. Tidy up. I do have... I do have a hard time believing that a flight attendant would tell yeah. someone who is pregnant to get on their hands and knees and pick up the popcorn. I do have a hard time. I do have a hard time believing that. Yeah. But did they tell her to tidy up? Probably. Probably, because they tell everybody to tidy up. Yes. See, yeah. right there is what not changed it for me, but that announcement happens. You know, pass your uh, pass your trash. You know, we're getting ready for landing. Always, yeah. A dispense of your trash. Da 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 da. And I get, I get that she was pregnant, traveling by herself with two kids. Yeah. But I, I also get that it's your kids. I also can feel it's your kids. The big pieces. If it's a giant mess, like I just saw that video of a picture of the the guy that was eating sunflower seeds and spitting the shells on the floor. Oh, that is vile. And I'm just like, you know what? Look, there are cleaning crews on these flights, you know, that have to pick up whatever. Mm-hmm. But but you know what? There's also personal responsibility. This isn't your living room, even if they're because I've I've read that. Ex- I've read that ex- not excuse, but I've read that rationale. Well, there are cleaning crews. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that you purposely leave a pig pen peanuts-esque mess you know what i mean i don't think that i don't think that justifies not cleaning up after yourself because there's a cleaning crew yeah i mean there's housekeeping at hotels but i'm not throw i'm not leaving trash all over the all over my hotel room i am you know putting towels in a pile i'm trying to be courteous you know what i mean people who aren't doing that at hotels i know but you know what I mean? I don't but think that, I don't think the fact that there are cleaning crews no. is a invitation to be a, a pig. Well, no, no, the cleaning no. crew. I'm not saying yeah. this woman was a pig. You know what I mean? The, I'm using it as a grand example. Yeah, yes. the cleaning crews on on an airplane are focused on sanitizing in between flights and getting things neat. They're they're not you know picking up these big things. You gotta be tidy. Be tidy. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It's kind uh, of also being decent. I, I, I also, there's just so many like unknowns, right? How much yep. popcorn are we talking about? What was the tone in which she asked her to pick it up if that in fact did happen? You know, maybe the kids were, maybe it was just like, let's just, we need to get out of here. My kids are, you know, at two and five years old. You know, I think they're, and being pregnant, I do think there should be some understanding there as well because i bet that was very very hard to do that i can't even imagine with just one child not being pregnant and you know trying to keep my kid you know fed and occupied and you know so yeah there's just a lot of unknowns let's go to tina and then we'll take a break and continue this on the other side yeah uh hi tina hi how do you feel about this Okay, five years old, 
kindergarten class. Everybody knows how to pick up crayons and clean up. There's nothing wrong with mom saying, could you pick the popcorn up now around the things? Got to clean up. Yeah, it's a good lesson for kids, too. You're right. And they know. It is. But, I mean, I've always, I always have my kids pick up and clean that. It didn't have to be such a big deal. It's like, yeah, we made a mess. All right, you got to pick up your mess. Pick up your popcorn. Yeah. Kids wouldn't argue. Mom's telling them. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point, too. So true. That's, that's where I, I that's think it. a lot. Tina, Thanks, that's Tina. where I think a lot of the comments are coming in. You know, there's a lot. It, the word entitled is on 80% of comments that I have read on the various posts oh. about this you know and this guy's tweet about it too i mean he was just like she united made my 22 week year old pregnant wife traveling with a two, five and two year old get on her hands and knees to pick up the popcorn mess are you kidding me <laughs> with all this punctuation at the end let's take a break i just we got an interesting tweet about what holly was talking about the the, the flight the cleaning crews mm. and and how you know we all kind of have a role in this so more when we come back stop Alexis for David and the team at First Equity in our local market for 23 plus years, helping you with your mortgage. If you are looking to refinance or buy your first home, now is a fantastic time to give them a call, get your financial ducks in a row, and you'll get that personalized service that you need and deserve. They'll hold your hand as much as you need and meet you where you are. If you need to know about everything mortgages, they'll bring you through the 101 course. Maybe this is your 50th mortgage. They will help you as well. Uh, But what's so great about working with a team like First Equity, being local, is that they aren't tied to a specific bank, so they can shop multiple lenders, gives you more options, better rates, and more opportunities for down payment assistance. Worked with them a couple times now, and oh, I just love it, and I want everyone to have this experience. 763-251-8000, or head to mytalk1071.com and type in keyword David. We're talking about the mother who is flying with her two kids, one through pop, you know, had made a popcorn mess, and allegedly a United flight attendant told her to clean up the mess before she deplaned, and she just happens to be the wife of an MLB pitcher and the sister, and the sister of uh, Jesse James Decker, who's another Minnesota connection, married to former Gopher Eric Decker. Resetting the table here as Jason and Alexis returns. Uh, Holly, do we have other people on the line? Well, we'll get some other folks yeah. on the line here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I wanted to read a tweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Holly, you Holly got brought, mail. Holly brought this up because we were saying that um, I, I was reading that oh, some of the excuse, not excuses, but the re- people were like, "Well, that's what cleaning crews are for." I don't think that's an invitation. I don't think that's no. a, you know a, a carte blanche to to mean that you can be a. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. And somebody brought up a, a story that makes me like, yeah, exactly. Um, where is that? Here we go. Uh, <clears throat> someone was talking about. Oh, they must have deleted it. Oh, was here it we about go. The flight being delayed. Yeah. Jules okay. writes. Holly was talking about limited time for the cleaning crews to clean airplanes before the next flight. I just had a flight delayed because mm-hmm. the plane was so dirty. From the previous group of passengers. So frustrating. Yeah, right there. Yeah. We have a role to play. It, just because there are, the, just because the cleaning crews are available, that that's not an invitation to just, because I got to tell you, I was on a flight, Lex, you may remember the story. This was several years ago. We were flying to Hawaii and this kid that was sitting across from us was openly 
throwing, would eat something and throw the wrapper on the floor. And the parents were allowing them to do it. And I was, we were outraged. It was just like, you teach your kids better. And then the flight attendant would have to come and, you know, pick up after the kid. And I just thought, I don't know. It's rude. It really is. So, But again, there's so many variables we don't know. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Was the kid like actively just throwing? Like, yes, kids do. Kids can be goofy. Year old, yeah. I mean, was the kid just like throwing popcorn on the ground? Did the flight attendant actually? Because the way the family is tweeting this out, it makes it seem like the flight attendant was so rude. It was like, you need to get on the floor and clean this up. Mm -hmm. Which I just have a hard time believing. Yeah. Let's go to the phone lines. Who do we have, Holly? Let's go to Robin, former flight attendant. Ooh, perfect. Perfect. Robin, what do you want to say on this one? Well, I am a retired flight attendant of 42 years, and I have seen it all. And there, babies and kids make lots of messes, but I do think that the parents should help clean up. And we do walk through the aisle constantly picking up trash. And also, I was telling um, Holly that some of these smaller stations, this doesn't pertain to your story, but flight attendants are expected to clean the airplanes between flights. Like, let's say you're flying to Omaha. They don't have a cleaning crew, so we have to clean the airplane. We're not really paid for that. That's not in, in a job description, um, you know, when we started flying. But we're expected to do a lot of that, and it just adds to the workload. Yeah. So you think, bottom lining it, you think there's a little bit of responsibility for parents as far as helping to pick stuff up around that that you that you do. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, as a parent myself, I would clean up after my children or have them help clean up. Yes. I mean, what does your house look like? Well, they probably have help. <laughs> yeah. In this particular case, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Thank, no, thank but flight attendants, and, and maybe she was a little rude, but sometimes, you know, maybe we don't know the whole story. No. I mean, we're human beings. We, we're not always happy and have smiles on our faces, unfortunately. Yeah, I, there is. Yeah, there. It, it's it could be any number of things. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Robin. Thank you. Yeah, um, hmm. it, it is. It's. I want to know more, you know what I mean? And I, and I, I get defending your family, but I think for the the Deckers and for that husband, you do run the risk and whether it's fair or not, you do run the risk when you complain about something like this. And because of the position that you are, the lucky position that you're in, you know what I mean? You do run the risk of, of seeming very entitled Yes. You know what I mean by putting well, this out in the are public? Are you kidding me? Yeah. It's kind of like, do you know who I am? It, like, right, mm. Lex? Yes. Well, That's really off-putting. Let's go to Trudy because I think she has a similar opinion. Oh, okay. Hi, Trudy. Hi. I don't care if you're a celebrity, married to a celebrity, look like a celebrity. Pick up your mess, people. Pick up your mess. Yeah. And now let me just, and I believe me, I'm I'm with you. I'm just throwing this out there for people that are on the other side of us. What do you say? Um, it's not an excuse, but what do you say to the people that say, well, she's pregnant? Good for her. 
<laughs> you know, I mean, people are pregnant all the time. There are women that are pregnant that clean up their messes at home mm-hmm. that, that aren't celebrities. I mean, this is it, it. It's so rude that because I'm assuming she flew first class as well. Sorry, Jason. But no, just because you're in that, first yes. class doesn't mean that you get to be a pig and that the people are there to serve you. I mean, it's common courtesy. Just clean up after yourself. Yeah. Oh, I, I actually think... I'm, I, I, yeah, I make a joke about first classes because it's a thing with Kenny and Lex and I, but I make sure, girl, we are, we are some tidy homosexuals. Let me tell you, I, <laughs> I don't like well, and, people and cleaning up Well, and you're a celebrity. Like, that's all the more reason for her not to behave like this because people are talking. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Trudy. We appreciate you. It's, yeah, maybe she should be mad at her husband for tweeting it out. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, like, they made this a much bigger. If they had an issue, yeah. I I don't know. When you're that level of celebrity, you're that level. I mean, you're an MLB pitcher and you're a country music yeah. person. Right. Um, and I think she's a singer. I don't know. It could backfire on you. Just saying. Because yeah. I've learned that. I've, I've tweeted out things that I've regretted. I'm not being a hypocrite. Believe me, I've, it's a lesson I have learned. So, Great conversation. Thanks, everybody. That's going to do it for us. Mm-hmm. If you're a kid that's being bullied, go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex? That's right. You be you. Have a fantastic day. We love you so very much. Donna and Steve Experience up next, and we'll talk tomorrow. Bye for now. Uh, that's right. Yes. Oh, by the way, Holly, one more time here. I, uh... <laughs> <laughs> 